0: And welcome back to Moving Right Along, a Muppet Movie podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. It's the podcast where we watch The Great Muppet Caper two minutes at a time, and then we talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Anthony Strand.
1: And I'm your other host, Ryan Rowe.
0: And joining us today, we have a very special return guest who was on for the Muppet Movie. Tell the listeners who you are, guest.
2: It's Julia Gaskill, Tough Pigs writer and Muppet fanatic. Yay! Yay!
0: (laughs) So glad to have you back, Julia.
2: I am excited to be back.
0: Wonderful. And today we are talking about minutes 61 and 62 of The Great Muppet Caper. In these minutes, we hear the rest of Couldn't We Ride? And then we watch Kermit and Piggy ride bicycles. Eventually, they're joined by the rest of the Muppet gang who help them finish the song. So I I don't want to dwell on the end, but this clip ends almost exactly when the song ends. And I, I love when that kind of stuff works out for the podcast.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's perfect.
2: Yeah, it felt re- really well-timed.
0: Yeah, so first, let let's. Uh, I want to talk Almost
1: about... as if Jim Henson was anticipating that we would be doing this podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he knew. He knew. Somehow.
1: He was way ahead later. of his time.
0: <laughs> he was such a visionary. Yeah.
2: Jim Henson invented
0: podcasting. You heard it here first. <laughs> so, I want to talk about the song. Um, we, of course, Ryan and I discussed it last week. Julia, is there anything you want to say about, about Couldn't We Ride? Right, right up front. Sure.
2: I'm I mean, I guess like the thing that I think y'all both know, but maybe the majority of your listeners don't know, is that my first tattoo is on my back and it is of a bicycle with the words, couldn't we ride, which I got when I believe I was 20 or 21. So about like eight or nine years ago. Yeah. So there's that. It's
0: incredible. It's incredible. I love that about you.
1: I would think the song is one of your favorites, or it means a lot to you?
2: It's definitely one of my favorites. I mean, this is... We'll get more into it, I'm sure, but this is, like, my favorite Muppet movie. And I remember, like, at the time, struggling a lot um, to decide what I wanted as a tattoo, because I knew I wanted something Muppet-related. And I I honestly don't know, because I know it was between this one and then also a lyric from... I'm going to go back there someday. So it like kind of came down between like my favorite Muppet and my favorite Muppet movie. And for whatever reason, this one won out um, because it is one of my favorite songs. And like, it's, I mean, it's such a classic moment in general, which we'll also get more into when we talk about the actual scene, but the song itself, like, I don't know it. I've tried really hard to describe it over the years. Like what the song means to me, it just like, to me, it's about like, just, Why couldn't we ride? Why couldn't we, like, just instead of, like, dwelling in, like, anything, let's go on a bike ride. Let's go do something that makes us happy. Let's, you know, go enjoy the beautiful day. Um, It's just really, like, inspiring to me, as is a lot of Muppet-related things. But um, I don't know. This song has always, like, stuck out to me over the years. And so it's on my body for forever. (laughs) Well, I like
1: that you decided to go, like, you, you didn't just go with a picture of Kermit or, you know, uh, Kermit playing the banjo, something that would be more obvious. You went with a, a more uh, a more fanciful reference to a Muppet thing.
2: Yeah, something a little more nuanced, which I think I'd, I've only ever had one person out in the wild be like, oh, this is a, your tattoo has to do with Muppets. I live in Portland, Oregon, where everybody rides bikes. And so I think... <laughs> More often than not, people are just like, she rides a bike, obviously. And I mean, they're not wrong. I have ridden bikes in my life. but <laughs> You know, usually like if people are like, oh, you have a bike riding tattoo. I'm just like, yup. And then I leave it at that because I don't want to get into like the details of what my tattoo actually means with a stranger.
1: It would be sure. such a twist yeah. if you actually
0: didn't know how to ride a bike.
2: I know that would actually, that would be pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I well, haven't I ridden mean- one in like five years, but yeah.
0: Yeah it would be like couldn't we ride no we can't because
2: <laughs> i don't know how um, that would be good
0: yeah but yeah so the the main thing about this uh, certainly about the permanent piggy sequences here is that it's full of of puppetry tricks there's so much in this scene mm-hmm. that is that is just jaw dropping i mean i think it's it's one of the most famous muppet scenes for that but it starts right at the beginning here where where we start with the famous loop de loop where Kermit and Piggy both ride in a circle around the street that they're riding on. Right. Which is, like, first of all, we get it from two angles, right? We see it overhead, and then we're kind of looking at them from the side of the street. And you know that Jim Henson just really, really wanted to show off here. Absolutely. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was one of the notes in that that little memo or notepad where he was originally brainstorming ideas for the movie. He He wrote something down to the effect of, like, Technical puppet scene that makes people ask, "How did they do that?" That was one of the things he wanted to make sure was in the movie.
0: Well, and it's true. Like, do do we know how they did the the scene where Kermit and Piggy are both riding bikes in opposite directions around one another?
1: Well, like- I actually ended up i I jumped the gun a little bit last week. I I read um, a little bit from an entry on Jim Henson's Red Book blog that described how. So the the basic. Uh, idea of them riding bikes is pretty similar to Kermit riding a bike in the Muppet movie, which is that there's a, an elaborate marionette with a crane above them. And mm-hmm. then for when they're riding around in circles, there were multiple marionette operators on rotating platforms. Ah, so, it's wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Th- they just had to really be very coordinated to make it work.
0: Because I, I mean, it, it looks so great. It absolutely looks like Kermit and his Piggy are riding bicycles.
1: Yeah, you don't question it. Also, there's a, a little moment um, at the very beginning of this clip when they're still—it's a, a close-up shot—and they're still hand puppets. And at the very end of that shot, they they both start to veer off to the side. They're you know going separate ways, and that also really helps to sell the illusion that like, oh yeah, this is just Kermit and Piggy, and they're they're riding bikes around in a circle
2: i definitely um also noticed that like there's just like so much like seamless cinematography where they like switch from the hand puppets to the the obviously like being marionetted and then are there in this movie did they use any full they didn't do any of the full bodied on the bikes did they because i know they did later with miss piggy in this movie but is it all puppets and animatronics in just this shot
0: it sure looks like all like when they're when they're riding in wide shots, they look too stiff to be people. I feel like Piggy yeah. especially, that's, like you yeah, know, her head fair. movements are very stiff. I feel like
1: yeah, I don't yeah. think um, any of these are are people in costumes. Also, I don't know if well, I, it's possible. I was gonna say I don't know if a, a person could fit inside <laughs> that's this true. Piggy,
0: but that's well, I don't true. know if a person could fit inside that Kermit. Definitely I not in the Kermit. Like <laughs> Um, But, but I was going to say on the topic of switching back and forth after they do the circles, the next time we cut to the puppets, they both lift their, like they're holding hands and they lift their hands up together, like into frame and we don't see any rods. So like, no. (laughs) So like, did they just paint the rods out maybe in post-production there? I wonder.
1: I don't, were they doing that back
0: then? I, I mean, like, like oh, literally paint, you're... like literally painted out by hand is what yeah. I'm wondering.
1: I don't know. I yeah, know? Yeah, I see now what you're talking about. I wonder. I mean, they could have just, you know, attached their hands together, and then I don't know. Is there a marionette string lifting the hands up from above? I don't know. I don't see that's a string.
0: Possible? That, yeah, that's the thing is I don't see any kind of string or rod. Yeah. So it's like. They clearly it's a trick. Like even that shot which should be the simple one after the trick shot. Right. They're doing another trick.
1: Right, and not only had I not noticed, I hadn't noticed that I hadn't noticed. So Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> sure. And then and then we cut from there to this weird close up of Piggy's bike, like it's like the wheel and the basket of her bike. And then it starts to pull back and we see them riding full body again. Yeah. But I kind of wonder why do we get a weird close-up of Piggy's basket before it pulls back? Like it's it's a very odd, oddly framed shot. I don't know. I, I, I wonder don't...
1: if some of this is just like they're zooming in close, but you still don't see any wires. Maybe they're just, like maybe it's Jim Henson kind of like daring us to figure out how they're doing this.
0: Yeah, that might be right. But anyways, then we then then we watch them ride around again. The animatronics. Uh, For a little while. And then who do they ride past? But Stellar and Waldorf.
1: Yup. Making their first
0: appearance in this film. We're over an hour in. That's the first time we've seen Stellar and Waldorf, who in the previous movie were the first Muppets that we saw. Uh, Yeah. That's true. Other than Dog Lion. (laughs) Other than Dog Lion. Yeah, that's true. Um, But yeah, so, and the first time we see them here, it's just a close-up. Like, they don't say anything.
1: Right, they're just watching. And I've seen, I've watched this movie at at screenings before, and that always just gets a big laugh, when just people seeing Statler and Waldorf sitting on that bench. Just
0: just a a reminder to, like, plebeians being reminded (laughs) that Statler and Waldorf exist.
1: Yes, they're just delighted to see those guys.
0: Well, sure. Um, But the reason for that close-up is that, when we cut back to Kermit, he's standing on his bicycle seat.
2: Yeah. What yeah, a guy! He's to, what a guy. He's, try, he's trying to impress Miss Piggy with doing a, a handstand on a moving bicycle.
0: Very he's dangerous. Trying, he's trying, and she doesn't notice at all. That's what I love.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, she's just kind of riding on.
0: She's just riding on. And then and then we cut back to Stetler and Waldorf. Waldorf does say, look ma, no brains. <laughs>
1: A good one. which
0: I'm, i love like it's so stupid but it makes me yeah. laugh every time
1: yeah uh in the screenplay it actually this is described as kermit showing off a la butch cassidy Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, which is a reference to a scene in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid where Paul Newman... Yeah, you've all seen... Everyone has seen that, where Paul Newman is uh, doing a bunch of tricks on his bike to impress uh, Catherine Ross, but I don't know how many puppeteers it took to perform Paul Newman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Aw. You should write George Roy Hill a letter and ask him. (laughs) Maybe I will. (laughs) The director of that movie. Um... But yeah, and then when we cut back from stetland Waldorf again, Kermit is now balancing on the handlebars upside down by his hands. Yeah. Like, to the point where, like, obviously they didn't film this upside down, but it kind of looks like he's hanging upside down, right? It's not just me. What do you mean? Like, it looks like the kind of thing where, like, a shot was done upside down to make it look like someone is in zero gravity or something, but they're actually just upside down. Like hanging from a ceiling. Like, that's what he always looked like to me here. Even though obviously he's on a bike, he's outside. They didn't shoot this upside down. But the way he's hanging just looks like a person who's hanging from something rather oh, than see. a person who is who is standing on top of something. I don't know. It's, who, it's weird.
1: Rather than a person who is supporting himself from below. Right. right. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. But I think yeah. that's just because Kermit is a puppet.
0: That's just because he's a <laughs> puppet and not, yeah. not a person, right? <laughs> but. And again, yeah, again, I mean, Piggy was still oblivious. She does not <laughs> notice any of this.
1: Yeah, that's true. That makes it funnier.
0: It makes it way funnier, I think. And then, of course, Kermit gets into an accident and his bike comes rolling past. And that's finally when Piggy notices him. Um, and that's that, to me, the sound design of Kermit's accident is so perfect. Like, we just kind of, his bike, we see his bike go rolling past. We hear the thud. <laughs> of him and we hear him kind of go
2: wow
1: yeah last season we talked uh, a few times about Kermit's mouth noises in the muppet movie i don't think he does as many in this one but there're definitely some good ones here whereas yeah it's like
0: ah, <laughs> <sighs> and then um again with with the special effects piggy as an animatronic Turns around on her bike to go back and get him. And then Kermit is a puppet and he drops into the basket of Piggy's bike. And then she's also a puppet, like in that shot. In the close
1: up. You know what, though? He doesn't actually fall in the basket. He's on the handlebars. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But it seems
2: to me it would have. Yeah. Better if he were in the basket, wouldn't it? I guess they just wanted him to be like in Piggy's arms as she was like biking. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true.
1: Yeah, this way he's. Yeah, she's sort of <laughs> cradling him.
2: A little bit, yeah. Also, to go back to the accident really quickly, because watching this scene a couple times, I was reminded about something that always has bugged me. With him getting stuck in the tree, like, the branch is so much higher when he's actually stuck there that there is no way that his leg would have actually been able to reach that high. <laughs> yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, that's true. He's, like, he's like mm-hmm. way up in the tree.
2: Yeah. Like, like, so, like how I don't did
0: know. He, how, uh, he... He should be on the ground, it is makes, what you're saying. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it makes me wonder, like, what he would like, because he pans off screen when he has the the accident. So, like, what would have had to happen for him to suddenly get up that high in the tree so quickly? <laughs> well,
0: I mean, if frogs couldn't hop, he'd be gone with the Schwinn. So. True. Maybe,
2: <laughs> Maybe there, no, was no. hop- there was some there was some hopping action that we just missed out on. Yeah, you're yeah. right. His Kermit's
0: legs are not that long. Yeah. Oh, huh. <laughs> uh, so then he's he's in piggy's arms on her laying uncomfortably on her handlebars <laughs> and the song starts back up with words again after quite a long time of of no words and we did co- have
1: that moment also toward the beginning of this clip where there's like a, a chorus singing the song yeah which and feels very much like an old fashioned studio like hollywood musical to me
0: well and it makes it feel like um uh First time it happens, again.
2: I was literally just thinking about first time it happens, yeah.
0: Mm. Like, I really like that the songs in this one have more of a, like, relatively consistent feel compared to some of the Muppet movies.
2: like, even the opening number, Hey, a movie has, like, a human chorus almost.
0: Yeah, it does, you're right, all the the people are singing along, yeah. 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 Huh,
1: I guess that's kind of the thing in this movie. In this
0: one, yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, but what I like here is that the chorus comes back in, and Piggy starts singing along in the middle of a line. (laughs) The chorus says, why couldn't we fly? And Piggy just says, we fly, right? Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Like, that's when I start hearing her voice. Hmm, I guess so. Like a person singing along with a song, you know? Like (laughs)
1: Like a song you sort of know the words to?
0: Yeah! (laughs) Like, like... Like Miles Morales trying to sing along with Sunflower in Spider Man, Spider-Man. <laughs> right? Nice. <laughs> um, thank you. But uh, and then Kermit just joins in. Kermit sings. I knew. I know we'd get by. And then who should come biking up? But fourteen more Muppets on bicycles.
1: Everyone.
0: Oh man, so good. <laughs> they because we go from one Muppet on a bike. Uh, in the first movie to two Muppets on bikes to 16 Muppets on bikes.
1: Yeah. They're wow. saying, Oh, you thought two Muppets was impressive. Watch yeah. this.
0: Yeah. And so uh, when when I say 16, the, all the characters present are Kermit, piggy, Gonzo, Fozzie, Dr. Teeth, Floyd, Janice, Zoot, Animal, Scooter, the Swedish chef, Pops, and four rats. Uh So it's most of the characters who have real speaking parts in this movie and four rats.
1: The most noticeable absences, I would say, are... So Ralph is not there.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: uh, Lips is not there and Beauregard is not there.
0: Well, Beauregard's at work. I mean, he's driving a taxi. So that makes (laughs) sense. (laughs) Sure. uh, lips that's fine who cares lips right are terrible. that's the
1: thing i, I don't think uh, <laughs> the fact that i've never noticed that lips isn't there it says a lot i think
0: yeah well and i th- kind of think ralph like you, i don't know how you see ralph with legs like
1: <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> what i we, figured maybe they just didn't know how to make his whole body
0: <laughs> right i mean he's just one of those characters that looks like a shag carpet
1: you know yeah we yeah. see his whole body and uh, a few shots in Dog City, which was how many years after this? Eight years um, after. But I think he's wearing a suit in those shots. So yeah, he wears
0: that vest and
1: yeah, collared that was, shirt. Yeah, that was their the way time. to make that yeah. look less weird. But they hadn't quite figured that out at this point.
0: Yeah. Well, anyways, we have sixteen, so that's still pretty impressive, even without Rolf. Yeah. And then they get to sing, like like many of the characters get lines, and it's great. I'm especially fond of the way that Scooter rides into frame and enthusiastically sings the title of the song.
2: Yeah, I like his little bounce as he's singing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's like he seems so excited to be there. You know, (laughs) he's just so happy to have been included in (laughs) the song. He's like, ah, "Ralph, you didn't get to come." You know, he's going to make fun (laughs) of him later.
1: Um, His line comes right after Floyd and Janice singing together, which means that uh, there are two Richard Hunt characters singing. Uh, a line of the song consecutively
0: that's right um and rem- then their lines are sunny sky pretty day just a push and we're on the way right
1: yeah yeah and then scooter has why couldn't we ride yeah
0: Ah, uh, that's great and then they all um we see them all ride away they all ride away from us you know very very wide shot it's this big yeah, sweeping uh- shot of all 16 muppets Here's and something Ryan? I
1: noticed. Oh, uh, just <laughs> briefly. Here's something I noticed for the first time. The Swedish chef appears to have a loaf of bread sticking out of a basket on the back of his bike.
2: <laughs> oh. Have you ever noticed that? No, I don't think I
1: noticed it on this watch. No, me neither. It's. I think that's what that is, and it's such a a small thing, but I really like it. Well, that's he great.
0: Just, he had to do the grocery shopping for the hotel.
1: Yeah, he's got to cook for for the the whole staff later.
0: Yeah, with the one loaf of
2: bread.
1: Right. Uh, yes, so all the Muppets riding bikes together and then riding into the distance in a very wide shot. It's I don't know if most people look at this and think, how did they do that? As opposed to just like, oh, isn't that nice Muppets riding bikes? But yeah, really, how did they do that? So there was an episode of the Jim Henson Hour, the short-lived but occasionally brilliant uh, 1989 TV series. It was look, called you... C- you-
0: You can just say it. The greatest TV show ever made.
1: The greatest TV show (laughs) ever made, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, An episode called Secrets of the Muppets, uh, in which, among other secrets, Jim Henson explained how they did some of this, uh, this bike stuff. He said, when we got to the Great Muppet Caper, we decided that bicycles were fun for Muppets. So, first of all, we just did a bicycle shot with Kermit and Piggy, and we found as soon as we did two bicycles, it was really easy Easy, he says, because then we didn't have to worry about holding the bicycle up because we could tie the two bicycles together across the axle. Once they were attached together with a stiff rod, we could pull both bicycles with a single string. And then, he says, when we needed to show a whole group of characters, we just tied the bicycles together with rods. If you look closely, you can see a rod going across between the bicycles. Now, I... I've looked very closely at this clip. I in in previous times I have paused the Blu-ray and backed up and tried to see rods going between these bicycles. I don't see any rods going between these bicycles.
0: Yeah, me neither. Yeah.
1: So, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> but they did a really good job of of making it uh seemingly invisible. Uh, and then he says uh, we could radio control the mouths of the characters and pull the whole thing along with strings. And then, uh, referring to this this last shot, he said in the shot where they're going away from us, the whole rig is being pulled from in front by two big tricycles. <clears throat> you have to look close because they're way down the road there. One of them is being ridden by my son Brian. So um, I see a few... Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I see what looks like the tricycle he's talking about. There's a guy on a in a green shirt in the distance. I don't know if you guys looked for these. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's in a green shirt, and then he turns around and says, Hi, and that's how you know it's him.
1: <laughs> he says, Hi, I'm Brian <laughs> See if you can find some bicycles in this movie the great muppet caper yep um
0: <laughs> yeah yet.
1: so i guess that's him and then there's another or or, the, or there's another guy in a, a darker shirt sort of up and to the left on the screen um yeah but i really i don't see any strings i don't see any rods they really this is a seamless effect and yeah, the fact that they have all these other people riding bikes in this shot and right nothing, they're just you know nothing got tangled up nobody's falling down getting chipped, you know tripping over the rods or the wires
0: yeah it's really impressive it and is. well and what's weird though is after we get that big shot of them all riding then we cut in for a tighter shot of pops and four rats yeah which like always it feels so anticlimactic that like the the joke rat shot comes at the end rather than like end on this big impressive shot i don't know it's weird um i
1: don't know i like it i think it's a nice little i mean it, it makes people chuckle yeah. And uh, you know, the rats on their, their four rat tandem bicycle is it's a very cute
0: visual gag. So. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like those guys.
1: Jim Henson did submit this movie for consideration for a visual effects Oscar. And this is um there's a, a red book blog entry that talks about that. That this was one of the the scenes he cited, I guess. I don't know what the process is, but I guess you have to justify why you think you should be nominated for an Oscar. Um, this is one of the scenes he mentioned, but they did not get the nomination. Boo.
0: Boo. Oh, so what was it? Do we know Raiders of the Lost Ark probably uh, you won, know what? right? I didn't,
1: like, I didn't think to look it up. Maybe we should
0: do that. Yes, so visual, Best Visual Effects. There were only two nominees that year, <laughs> yeah. and they were Dragon Slayer hmm. and uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So Raiders of the Lost Ark did actually win Visual Effects, which. Probably deserved, frankly. Yeah. Um and among the team that won that year were Richard Edland and Joe Johnston. So oh. um good good for both of those guys. You know? Yeah,
1: those guys are good. I've never seen Dragon Slayer.
0: No, me neither. But the effects are apparently by Dennis Murin and Phil Tippen. So Oh, well,
1: those guys are good too.
0: Those guys are good too, yeah.
1: So all right. But I don't know why only two nominees. Why couldn't they just give a or third just,
0: why don't they just throw it at Great Muppet Keeper? Huh? Yeah. Anyways. Um, so then it would be nice if that would, had been the very end of the clip, but the, we fade to black and then a model wearing black runs away from the camera and we start the next <laughs> scene, which we will talk about next time. But I, I like that effect. I like yeah, that. Yeah, fade we... to
1: black and then immediately the black screen becomes the model's, uh, dress. Yeah, dress. Yeah, dress, whatever that is. Yeah.
0: So that brings us down to the end of here. But Julia, we, we like to ask our guests, what's your history with the great Mubba Keeper? Do you remember the first time you saw it, and uh, wh- where would you rank it among the Muppet movies?
2: Um, I I don't know exactly what age, but my first memory of watching anything Muppets was this movie. Um, we oh, wow. owned, growing up, I know we owned this one, and we owned the Muppet movie, and then I think we also later on owned Christmas Carol, but, um... I mean, I remember, like, watching this movie a lot as a kid. I remember my brother and I thought that Beauregard was really funny. Um, (laughs) And then we would also, I don't know, I feel like I've probably told this story somewhere on Tough Pigs, like, in one of my features that I've written, but, like, we thought it was so funny. Me, me and my twin brother, like to, we would just like randomly throw ourselves on the ground and yell taxi as if imitating <laughs> Gonzo, like all of the time in our house. Cause like, obviously like if you're a kid jumping in front of a car is the funniest thing ever. So, um, yeah, I have, a, I, I don't know how old I was. I probably was about like four or five when I first started watching this movie, but it was for the longest time, my favorite Muppet movie. Uh, and then I think it got edged out by, uh, Uh, treasure island for a short while when i was uh in middle school and high school uh but currently it ranks as my favorite muppet film of all time which i think i already said earlier in this episode um it's funny because like i if you were to ask me what the best muppet movie of all time is i would say the muppet movie but this one is my favorite Um, it has Mm -hmm. all of my favorite songs it's got my favorite gags uh i don't know it's just like a delightful fun movie it's it's great There's not much more to say about it. It's just a lot of fun. Sure,
0: yeah. I mean, I I think Ryan and I both agree with all of that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's an interesting distinction between best and favorite, but I know what you mean. Like, some things are just you – sometimes you just just really like
0: a movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Awesome.
0: But, yeah, so uh, that brings us just to the end. So any final thoughts before we close? Julia, I'll start with you.
2: It's it's just such a lovely number. It's it holds up over time. The visual effects of it like to this day look astounding and it's I don't know. It's all kinds of remark remarkableness and, and joyfulness all wrapped up into one and yeah.
0: Aww. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. And
2: Ryan, how about you?
1: Um I just had one other silly thing in my notes which is uh <laughs> how do you think all these other Muppets ended up riding bikes at this park. Like, there, there's no way they should have known that Kermit and Piggy were going to be there, unless for some reason Kermit called to tell Fozzie, "Hey, don't wait up for me. I'm I, Piggy and I are riding. You know, we're renting bikes and we're going to ride around the park."
0: And Fozzie was like, "Well, I, you're going to ride bikes without me?"
1: Right. So then he invited the whole gang. I could see that happening. Probably. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. That's all. Just Which- just that silly thought.
0: Which he already did earlier in this movie. So yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Sense.
1: That's why I thought it seemed plausible.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, with that, we are done with this episode of moving right along and we will be back next week with another one. But in the meantime, please check out ToughPigs.com on the internet, Facebook, Twitter. We're, we're all over the place. Our theme music is by Stacy Rosen. Our logo was designed by Morgan Davey. Thank you, Stacy and Morgan. You can follow me on Twitter at Zeppo Marxist. You can follow Ryan at me, Ryan Rowe. And Julia, where can our listeners find you online?
2: Uh, My handle is almost always Geek Girl Grown Up. You can find me occasionally on Twitter and then other facets of the internet as well.
0: Awesome. All right. And listeners, if you're so inclined, please give us a positive review on iTunes and tell all your friends to listen to the show. and Join us again next week for another episode of Moving Right Along. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.